Hi everyone, thank you for joining me here. It's Lena. You're listening to the Inspiration Project. So all things spiritual, astrology, healing, yoga, Reiki, lots of different subjects. And today I talk about astrology and healing. So we're going to go straight into this episode and I hope you enjoy it. So shall we start by talking about Scorpio season? Let's do a little update on what's happening with astrology right now. So yeah, we're in November, first week of November now, deep into the depths of autumn and Scorpio season. And these might be some of the themes that have been coming up for you. Um, I'm just going to share a couple of things which I've noticed um, and it's been really, I think it's been quite a cool Scorpio season so far because we have Mercury in Scorpio as well and Mercury is in retrograde so um, and you can do quite a lot of your own research into Mercury retrograde and I feel as if it gets um a lot of fear-based stuff happening. Um, so one of the takeaways from Mercury retrograde for me is it just makes me slow down. Um, things seem to be a bit more like glitchy or things like technology is not so good perhaps and things like that. And it's also considered to be a time where you shouldn't sign like legal contracts and things like that. I mean, obviously use your intuition um, that is actually your guiding force with all of those types of things anyway. But yeah, I just find that Mercury retrograde just makes me take my time instead of rushing around. So it can feel quite nice actually to have that nudge to be like, actually, I don't need to do things like 110 miles an hour all the time. I can slow stuff down. So that's what's happening with Mercury. Um, and also Mercury is all to do with the mind and how we think intellect so it can also be that sometimes the way we see things or the way we perceive things and notice can change at this time and then getting into Scorpio so oh I think I feel like I say this with every zodiac sign um that I just love it and I do I lo- I must admit I think there's so much value to every single zodiac sign because it offers us some wisdom um, obviously there's going to be some signs which you are going to connect with more than others. That will really depend on your own astrology, natal chart and various other different things. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it can, some people meet Scorpio season and love it. Other people might feel a bit more resistant to it. One of the reflections I've noticed is the resurfacing energy that it brings I feel as if it has this quite compassionate way of doing it and this is the other thing I don't again want to feel as if this is like a negative thing but it allows things that maybe we thought we'd healed or things that we thought we'd process but maybe we haven't it brings them back up to the surface and gives us the opportunity to change or transform through that. So emotionally as well, this is a a deep 
um, part of Scorpio, I feel the bit that I resonate with the most is the emotional effect that has. So every zodiac sign is related to an element um, and Scorpio is related to water and water is is that it's about emotion. It's about how we feel. It's that kind of fluidity and that change that happens. So, you know, water isn't fixed. It, it's always kind of moving and also water so adaptable that obviously it can turn into ice and be rigid or you know we can have boiling water then it turns into to steam so it is again very kind of adaptable and changeable so with water I also find it works a little bit into our sacral energy which again relates to water so our sacral energy um is a really interesting chakra actually i find it to be almost uh, a really good companion to the solar plexus and the root chakra which is in between so the root chakra is at the very bottom of the spine sacral energy is above that just below the belly button and then you've got the solar plexus above that and i feel like the root chakra can be very dominating in its like seriousness because it's like the foundation of all the other chakras so it's very much about being stable and grounded and just keeping everything into the physical everything into the earth and then you have the sacral energy comes along and it's more about creativity and fun and desire and pleasure and is also related to water so I feel as if um the sacral energy gets a little bit of activation at this time as well and for me it's made me look at things so you know I was talking about this kind of like resurfacing and stuff of course it depends on what is resurfacing and what is coming to coming to light and what is coming up for you but I do feel like you can approach it with a little bit of softness and a, a little bit of playfulness and Obviously, if things do feel heavy, it's about acknowledging that, but it's also about maybe not taking yourself too seriously and kind of softening into Scorpio season and then just see how that feels. Um, And Scorpio season, I also think, is wonderful if you're looking to change and transform. Or I say that, maybe my language isn't right. It's more that Scorpio season shows us how we've transformed and changed is probably more correct terminology a lot of the transformation and change has happened or is already in the process of happening it's as if we are actually in a space of surrender and maybe that's a really nice way to conceptually think about it you know we've got this water element that's really abundant at the moment and it's about letting ourselves float into that water. So just imagining yourself like laying um, with your heart facing up towards the sky, like lying in some water and feeling that kind of surrender and letting go and feeling buoyant. That's how I feel um, Scorpio season is is kind of holding us within this change in development. So it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you need to be doing like huge action plans about how you want to change or transform unless you want to in which case absolutely but what I'm saying is sometimes um and I am definitely conscious of this you know sometimes we say like oh this zodiac sign means this it means that so I say the word change and transform and everyone's like oh 
okay, so that means I can't be the same anymore. I need to do something about my my life. I need to change this, I need to do that. And it's like, actually, when we kind of bring it back, because we're looking at water here, we're talking about emotion and we're talking about that Scorpio season is the recognition of these cycles that we go through. Um, the other thing is, if you are in that more like active space, maybe you've got fire in your chart and you are looking to change and transform, I would try and seek out someone who is a Scorpio. So if you've got any friends that have birthdays coming up, spend some time with them, ask their advice, um, because they naturally thrive on cycles and phases and change transformation birth um death of all cycles within their life and we're constantly parts of ourselves are dying away and then we're being reborn into different aspects of ourselves all of the time and those who have scorpio so you could even find it's it's hard because um not everyone knows all of the planets of their astrology but definitely people that have got like sun and moon in Scorpio or if people know if they're an ascendant so if their rising sign is in Scorpio as well um then yeah these people I mean you might even have it so it's definitely worth having a look if anyone is interested I absolutely love reading um people's astrology so I do it's not like a full natal chart reading if you want to have that then I would go to an astrologer I do something slightly different. I do pull up your natal chart and I look at the positions of the 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 zodiac and the planetary influences and kind of bring that together. But I also bring in some intuitive psychic wisdom from the stars um, to also just nourish and bring a little bit more wealth into some of the interpretations. I come from a really intuitive astrology kind of background. I'm a self-taught astrologer in that sense. Um, and yeah, I just find it's a really great way to understand a little bit more depth around the, your astrology chart. So yeah, that could just be a little thing to think about is noticing actually, if you are in, uh, active, um, an active desire to change or are you able to just sit back and just watch everything that has maybe changed and moved away already um what things have you had to release and shed maybe the last few months um I feel as if definitely from um, from kind of Leo season onwards there has been um cycles of subconscious change and then coming into more physical reality so it could be that you just honor that at this time of year and be kind and soft to yourself as well I actually find Scorpios are hugely compassionate and kind as well so even just getting into those kind of vibes how can you be compassionate with yourself and other people as we move through the next couple of weeks and then at the end of this month we're in Sagittarius and that'll be another kind of new energy that will come through because Sagittarius is fire. So it'll be feeling quite different. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but for today's episode, I, I wanted to talk to you a bit more around healing and 
what it's all about. I I wrote a blog post a couple of days ago and it was literally titled that, like healing, what is it all about? And I was just tapping away at my laptop, just writing down my own personal viewpoints and kind of where I came from with it. Um, and it was really interesting because when I really sat and thought, okay, yeah, how did I used to approach healing? What did I think about it? Um, I actually used to really dislike and I had a bit of a, a trigger for me when this word like healing or healer, I'd like hear it quite a lot. And this, the only reason I felt like this was because I had misinterpreted or hadn't really understood what healing meant. Um, and that's why I thought I would record you um, this episode to chat to you and talk about, you know, what what things have come up for me as I've, um, you know, running healing sessions giving space for for other people to approach their own healing and what that means, what it looks like, what healing is and what it isn't. And I also feel sad that I've not really spoken about this more because actually I think it is quite an important piece to my work. Um, but yeah, I used to really cringe, like super, super cringe when I used to th- hear the word healer. And I tell you what it was for me, and I don't know if anyone else feels the same, but I felt as if the word healer, it was as if they were like really far removed from being human. It was this very unapproachable um, pedestal kind of word. And of course, this is just maybe conditioning I've had, how I've been brought up, things that I've been exposed to. But I would think of a healer as someone who was like superhuman and it was very kind of far-fetched. That's how I used to view it. And of course, I think this is really funny and, yeah, kind of ridiculous because now I obviously run healing sessions. <laughs> um, and maybe there's still a bit of a resistance for me to call myself a healer, but I'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But yeah, I was just feeling like, do you know what, this isn't resonating for me, this kind of healer, and it's very abstract, and I just wasn't connecting to it. But I'm kind of glad I had that, because it then made me kind of dive deeper. And just to kind of go back a few years, so when, this all kind of happened when I was practicing yoga a bit more. And what I started to notice was, I, I, I started to notice that yoga was in some form or another, feeling like it was healing or it was giving me these senses that I was doing something much more on a deeper level to to bring about peace within my body and to bring deep acceptance for who I am, for where I am in my life, for everything that was going on. Um, So that became a big catalyst for me. I was like, okay, so so what is healing? And I would sit and I would meditate and that would feel healing. Then I'd do yoga that, and that would feel the same. And as I started to do a bit of self-study, I it came actually as quite a big aha moment for me and an epiphany. 
you guys will probably be like, yeah, duh, that's really obvious, Lena. But it for me, it, it felt really, really profound. And I started to notice that actually where I was maybe tripping myself up previously with the word healer and healing and everything was that I felt as if the word healing was similar, same to the word like fix or cure. I thought with healing, it was like a done deal. So you do this, you do that, and then you're healed. And then it's fun. You're done and all sorted. What I realised with healing was that it was totally different to that and that it's a cycle and a spiral and it's a process. And there's almost no beginning and no end to healing. It is just something that we are continuously moving through. So that for me was like a big like, oh, hang on. So I'm in this process. And then in some form or another, I'm always in a process of healing because it has no beginning and it has no end. It just that it it varies as to the depth or the intensity or the softness or the subtlety to the healing. But I'm always healing in some way. That then became really empowering for me because... I I felt like I was putting a lot of pressure on this word like healing and to allow like my yoga practice to be a space for changing how I feel or fixing how I feel. But when I came to it with this healing approach that actually it's a process that I'm in all the time, I then noticed that for healing for me was really similar to how I felt about yoga because yoga in essence is about union it's about bringing things together the mind body spirit bringing everything into um wholeness and oneness and healing was exactly the same for me healing was like the the icing on the cake I suppose when I think about union it's about fully accepting everything that is here in this moment it's about recognising the parts of myself which feel heavy and murky and a bit messy, but also honouring all of the things that feel light and expansive and allowing there to be space for all of that. And just as a little side note, but important to say as well, when I'm talking about healing, I'm talking from my personal perspective, which is emotional healing, spiritual um, connection to spirit kind of healing just to be clear um on where I'm coming from because obviously there's different types and ways that you can heal but this is the the ways that I'm um approaching it from so emotional energetic healing um spiritual healing as as well and it was about really accepting everything that was there in that moment and trying as much as I can and I'm still <laughs> practicing this just to honour and hold space for, for it all, because all of it is relevant. Every emotion is relevant. Every energy that I feel, sense, you know, intuitively pick up on is there for a reason. So that then became this huge foundation for absolutely everything that I do. I'll be totally honest. It became a a really great theme and energy for me to work with and it then spilled into my teaching so even though when I talk um talk about healing in this sense um 
I do like one-to-ones, but also when I'm doing like workshops and yoga classes and stuff, like it might not be like obvious that it is like a healing session, but for me, it really is. The way I am approaching my teaching is there to empower you and to fully accept everything that's going on within your life. And I I really do have this deep call to to this idea of fully accepting and acknowledging everything that is in, in the moment. And I put this on my Instagram um, stories the other day that like my work is for you to feel held and supported and acknowledged. And for me, that becomes a beautiful catalyst to the healing process. So then coming into um, another statement that I put on the blog post, which is that you are your own healer. When you get into the deep roots of healing, it is you that does the work. And this is, again, a really important thing um, to talk and discuss So even though, and this is where maybe the language gets a little bit crossed over, um, and like I was saying, I get a little bit cringy about the word healer. So I do technically call myself a healer because I hold the space for it, but I really, really think it's important to highlight that you are the one that does, does the healing. You know, I can only take you so far, and that is a really important part of your process of healing as well to recognize that it starts and ends with you and it's important that we take responsibility for our own healing and we don't give our power away to someone else and that again for me was a big key component so when I was finding um, healers um, Reiki masters yoga teachers coaches anyone that I was using to to help support me I would instantly resonate with them if they were empowering me through my healing journey. Anyone that was not, and it was very fixed, and it was like, this is my way, (laughs) I was very resistant to that. That is just my personal perception of how I heal. I like it to feel very much grounded in my own intuition. I just feel it's important to have that support. So that is the 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 way that I would approach healing as well. And I, I say this to a lot of people that, you know, it's you hold the wisdom, you hold the knowledge, you are your healer. So that kind of takes you to that point of understanding the process and initiating into understanding that actually it's it's good to come back home to yourself, to your heart and understanding how you want to take your healing process forward maybe yours is the same as me maybe healing is about acceptance and really honoring everything that is there knowing that you don't have to change or fix anything unless you have a deep desire to so that is a very different thing if you feel like you should change because someone has told you or you want to do it for someone else if it's ego driven rather than heart and soul driven that is a different energy that's coming through this transformation um, or that the instigation or catalyst for change is totally different. So it's important that you understand as well from from a deep level where that is coming from, that idea to be changed or fixed in any way. What is that actually, what's the intention behind, behind that as well? So 
coming into thinking about yourself as the healer means that you have power, you have responsibility, you have intuition, you have your own guidance to navigate this process of healing. So again, remembering that it's not just like a one time thing, you know, this is why we do practice yoga time and time again. We practice meditation time and time again. We might have different forms of energy healing um, a few times. We might have crystal healing. Um, healing can also look in so many different ways. Healing might be that you go for a walk. You could be out in nature. Maybe you call up your best friend. Maybe you go for a coffee with someone. It doesn't have to be in the sense of like spiritual healing sessions. It can be really different. Again, it depends on what processes you are going through in your life um, and what you feel is supportive for, for you. So then coming back to this word healer, <laughs> um, which like I said, I've met it with quite a lot of uncomfortable um, yeah, resonance. I was like, oh, I'm just like, I'm not really sure this is not feeling completely aligned. Um, and then, of course, I'm now in this position, which I'm so grateful for. I must just say that now, like holding space for other people to be a support and guide is an absolute privilege. And I must admit, it is without doubt a huge part of my purpose. It is really just the most incredible thing. So I meet it and I bow to it and I salute to it with such deep gratitude and I'm so humble and for me as a healer I am here to hold the space for you and I was quite resistant to saying these words or being you know in the space of a healer but I think it's really important that I share like what I am good at and what I do and I personally do feel like I am very good uh, supporting people through emotional, energetic and spiritual healing. I really pride myself on being a kind and good listener. So I'm here to just hold the space for you to talk. I'm not a therapist or a counsellor, but I am a really good listener. And I will allow you to have space to share what you need to share. Uh, of course, if I do feel there is anything of support or guidance, I will also share that. And I do bring my huge, huge heart and my intuition into all that I do. I do believe I have a strong intuitive energy. I work intuitively in everything that I do. And it really serves me really, really well to come from that space. And like I said, because I'm not here to make you feel like you need to change or be fixed in any way unless you want to. Um, it's also important to say that if you do want a healer that is going to be doing really dramatic things and you want to give them your power and you want it to feel really, really different, then for sure, I'm probably not the right person for you. But if you want to come and be held in a supportive, nourishing space, and if you want to feel deep levels of acceptance and acknowledgement, then I would absolutely love to, to hold the space for you. That is what I feel really called to, to share. And 
going back again, and I think it is important just to circle back again to this, you are your own healer. Um, like I said earlier, I will bring you to maybe a, a point or I can take you so far, but it is you that does it. And I really want you to feel empowered by that and not scared by it. It's empowering you to to know that it's it's not about anyone else and it's it's you that has this phenomenal ability absolutely exquisite intelligence and wisdom and knowledge within you to do that as well which is so amazing and so so cool and I don't think we talk about this enough that how incredible we are that we can actually heal and you know we see it physically all the time you know if we cut or graze ourselves maybe in a couple of days it starts to look different and within a week it looks totally different and it's we we just to a certain extent just you know brush it off and like oh yeah my body just healed itself <laughs> and it is incredible absolutely incredible so I'm just going to wrap it up here um I could talk about this all day as you're probably aware <laughs> um so if you do want to have a quick read of the blog post, I have pretty much covered everything in this podcast. But if you want to have a read, it's on my website, which is lanayoga.co.uk. Questions or comments or if you are interested in having a healing session with me, um, feel free to also look on the website. And you can also send me an email to get booked in, which is lanayoga at gmail.com. I hope you enjoy the rest of Scorpio season. I hope the rest of your month goes well. And yeah, I am sure I will speak to you guys very, very soon. And take care. Thank you again. You've reached the end of the podcast episode. Big salute to you all. (laughs) Thank you for your support. I would love you to share this episode with anyone that is interested. Um, I also love if you do watch or listen. I mean, how do you watch a podcast? But listen to the podcast. Tag me in it on your Instagram or Facebook. I love that. I love you guys. Bye. (laughs) Bye.